and welcome to our podcast, Hyperfocus Positive Minds, a podcast made by Laura Jessica Walker and Ilias Michael, mother and son, talking all things mental health, positive mindset, and self development. Hello, and welcome. Episode two of Hyperfocus Positive Minds. Well done couldn't remember what it was called for a minute. <laughs> At least I know it was about do you know, I want, do you know what I want to start this podcast saying? Welcome to episode Your, two. No, this, this listen for a moment. <laughs> You're awesome. That's what I'm going to say. And, and the reason I say that is I was just reminded looking at the fact that you've, because we, we recorded this podcast last week. And um, you you used my phone <laughs> to to make a video. Mm. Wasn't expecting that. What? So, well, that's sweet. Yeah, no. And now you've you weren't it. expecting it. I wasn't expecting that. Oh. That's why I looked like I'd been dragged through a hedge backwards. <laughs> and um, but this week I've expected, but I still don't look that amazing. But anyway, here we are. I'm sat on a pillow on a chair, and it's quite bizarre. Yeah, because you were too low yeah. on that chair. I was too high. Because we've got we've gone for the kitchen chair for me this week because the office chair nearly broke my toes. Okay. Right. <laughs> so in this episode, we're going to be talking about some cool stuff. Like, well, I think we have some notes, don't we? Yeah, well, I, we were thinking about talking about teachers. Teachers. Mm. Yeah. A bit about teachers. Mental health. Because we tried to get there last week, but we went on so many tangents that um, we failed to talk about it very much. I wonder how many times that will happen this episode. I don't know. How are you feeling today? Because you... That's the first tangent. (laughs) 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 Because you're a bit low, aren't you? Yeah. You're not... I'm not my jolly self at the minute. And we thought, you know, we're still going to record a podcast because this is get it, it's real, isn't it? And it literally like it's necessary because everyone has ups and downs. Mm. So me deciding to only present myself in my ups would be unauthentic, unauthentic, it's not authentic. No, so well done, Thank and you. I really appreciate that. And it's, it, you know, that kind of, it, oh, I was going to segue into talking about mental health, but we were going to talk about teachers, weren't we? Oh, we are going to talk about mental health as well. Yeah. Well, I think mental health is going to go through the whole theme of this anyway, isn't it? Because it's such a... Yeah. <laughs> such a big... You're so distracted by your big cushion that it's, you're sat on. It's so bizarre. It's exactly the shape of my bottom. <laughs> right. <laughs> so why, yeah and we, we, we because you know we really wanted to talk about how important teachers are in this journey so obviously Ilias has been diagnosed with ADHD came late to it not to the ADHD we've had that all his life <laughs> but um we came late to the diagnosis and and so Really, we've gone through the whole of schooling, haven't we? Or I say we, you, I didn't. You've, oh, well, I have, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Off we go on oh. another tangent. Anyway, stick to this one, Laura, stick to this one. You, we have noticed that there are some teachers who are just freaking awesome. 
<laughs> both, right? Yeah. So you've had teachers that have been so fundamental in you getting through school years um, and you've had some teachers who just didn't get it. Mm. And let's talk about that. All right. So we've agreed, we, we've talked a little bit before we came onto the podcast that Ilias is not going to use the name of or names of teachers that have not been great because that wouldn't be fair but we are going to name those that are wonderful yes because that is fair off the top of my head I can think of good teacher wise Toby the G big up Toby is he council teacher lecturer yeah are we talking more school yeah I don't mind anyway Toby's a G so and what is it about Toby that makes him a good teacher when it comes to... Well, you know, he understands my ways of thinking. He knows that I'm not just a normal kid. And I can't just be like, right, sit here, do this. Why then? And you'll get this. That doesn't work for me. It's like, right, come in, say this. What's this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he gets you... I mean, it's great, isn't it? Because he's been able to get you to do your work verbally. So he records... He asks you questions and he records them. And you can hit all those points that you need to hit. In it, it's literally like if you could, like I don't know why I know the stuff. It's like right, explain why, explain why you've used this tempo and this chord structure. Like, no, I don't know why I did it. I did it because it sounds good. Like, there's no like, oh, it represents the rainfall on the summer's evening in Madagascar. But you can pull that out of the bag when you have to. Yeah, and I, you know, I think this is really interesting. Sorry, I've tangented into if we mm, I stay every time we go on a tangent it's going to get really annoying yeah should i not be annoying <laughs> that's my job as a mother tangent maths i want to talk about maths right so when you were at um at little school at, at um little school you know what's it called primary school. primary school and um you this is one of your hyper focuses was doing maths at break time so when all the other children were running around mm. you would ask Mr. Stead. Mr. Stead. To He's a good teacher. write you a list of um, maths to do. Really complicated stuff. Was it? And yeah, and you would you would sit and do it. And this is what was really interesting, right? So when Ilias was, I think you were about six, and we were told that you were gifted and talented, right? So the G, I don't know much about education, I'm afraid, but some sort of G and T list. You get a letter home and it says, you know, your child is top whatever in maths okay so which was not surprising to me because you were better at maths at the age of three than me and uh, <laughs> and, and remain to be i mean i know the bar's not very high your math is not brilliant I'll it's be not great is it but it's all right we have calculators we live in a modern era it's true um so there you were on this gift and talented list i don't know if it's a list i don't know what it is and you you're distracted already i'm not distracted i'm enjoying i'm listening oh okay i can't remember i can't sit still and listen no i know like that's something that all through school you know like i can't sit still i'll be i'll fidgeting all the time I, I need the fidget to concentrate which is very bizarre because the teachers will look at me fidgeting and think right he can't be listening because he's moving like no if i'm sitting still i need to be focusing so hard on sitting still that i can't be focusing on anything else Mm -hmm. so if i'm sitting still like this like oh look at me bloody bloody blah blah, yeah one cool stuff do this blah blah blah. i can't do that because i'm just trying to sit still like if i'm running around the room i'll get all the questions right 
Yeah. Right. And there are some teachers who get that, right? Yeah. Just quickly going back to maths. So that, so then, like, fast forward a couple of years, no mention of this gifted and talented doesn't exist anymore. And uh, it isn't a thing, which is very weird, isn't it? This, <laughs> this whole way that we went through school with all these, like, here's a label. Oh, no, they don't have that label anymore. Um, well, gifted and talented didn't exist anymore. I wasn't gifted and talented. I think it was just decided there was a big mistake made. You weren't actually gifted and talented at all, <laughs> which isn't true. Of course, it's ridiculous. And and But what was really interesting is as you... Because you could just do maths, right? You could do these amazing, complicated things and come up with the answer. But then, of course, at school... Mm the whole thing about maths is you've got to tell them how you came to the answer and your brain was working so fast you just didn't know and that's mm. what I'm saying about with your music you don't know why you choose that chord you don't know why you you just do it and um unfortunately the education system is such that you just have to kind of prove how you've done it it's stupid like why does it really matter like, when in life are you going to be like, oh, show your work, apart from in the education system? Mm. Like, oh, that's a great song. Maybe in, like, interview, how did you write this song? I'll just be like, I don't know. I can't really, that's, say some, let's move on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> what, me and you move on right now? Let's just, what? Oh, do you mean in the interview? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I mean, I, mean, I was, that was, man. I should not drink coffee so quickly. Right, okay. So, wow. Let's... So, did you want to... What about... um, So, you were at secondary school and um, you had an English teacher who just... He was so lovely. And I went to... um, I went to Barrett's evening and sat down and he said that on his first day with your class that he'd said he went <laughs> went home to his wife and said I am gonna love teaching this guy oh I remember that <laughs> Mr Howe yeah Mr Howe was a great teacher because he was genuinely passionate about the subject he was teaching which is a lot of the, like the problem with school is a lot of teachers all just kind of like slap a book on the table say right turn to this page and learn it like I have no incentive to learn this if you're proving to me that it's so boring that you need five cups of coffee in your flask every two hours just to get through the day. <laughs> Did that make sense? Yeah. I just thought you were going to say more. Oh. <laughs> That's a common theme of this, isn't it? Yeah. So so, um, so, what do you think it is? What do teachers, good teachers, have that make it work for somebody with neurodiversity to... A will to live. Passion. Hmm. You have to be passionate about what you're teaching and no one else is going to care. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because that's quite hard for you to be passionate about something that you don't feel passionate about. I think that's probably one of your biggest, trickiest things. No, I mean the teacher has to be passionate Yeah, about yeah, it. I know. And that's what I'm saying. So they'd have to be like super, super passionate for you to go, yeah, all right then, I'll have a No, because if I was sat in a science lesson, this man was like, right, let's go, look at this, this... Today we're going to be learning about ions and what happens when atoms move to blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, whoa, that's so cool. These like little tiny things. They're like, speaking of which, yeah, the universe gets infinitely bigger, right? Mm-hmm. But it also gets infinitely smaller. I know. And that's fascinating. And if that's why, like, astro, what's it called? Like, space science. That's fascinating. Physics. 
astrophysics. Yeah. That's amazing. And science and like all the little like molecules and stuff. That's the same stuff, but just going inwards. I know. But they they make it so boring. It could be just as fascinating. And mean, it, pro- it really is fascinating, isn't it? No. Yeah, no, it really is. Have you ever watched Brian Cox? Oh, I hate Brian Cox. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, I don't hate Brian Cox. I don't. I don't listen to as well, enough of him to have strong enough opinion. But he has such a monotonous way of speaking. Okay. Obviously, I respect Brian Cox. He's a very clever man and has done bits for himself. Like I, I respect him. I He's just done bits for himself. Done, that's you speaking, isn't it? Oh done bits. God, what does that mean? I'm on bits. I'm just doing bits. You know what I mean? You're just doing bits. How would I use doing bits? Well, if you're doing a lot in life and you're doing far better than the competition. Yeah, you're, you're doing, doing bits. bits. I'm, I'm doing bits. We're doing bits. I'm doing bits. Yeah. Am I? Yeah, we're doing bits. Am I this doing bits? This is bits. <laughs> this is a bit. Ah, this is brilliant. This is bits. Do you know, half the time I don't know what you're talking about. Really? Mm. That's funny. You probably don't... If I'm on the phone to my mate, Mm. Do you even understand anything I'm saying? I probably understand swear words and that's bad. Because <laughs> that's like effing this and effing that and effing <laughs> Jeffin. <laughs> I, I get those bits. But yeah, and all this like see you in a bizzle. In a bizzle? Yeah, what's that about? Well, that's not really that's not really slang. I'm just going to say that. Just in a bizzle, isn't it? It's funny. You know what it means. In a bit. In, in a, a bizzle. In a while. Yeah, what else could it mean? That's like saying... How old you... How, How's your day doodling or something? <laughs> How's your day doodling? How's your day doodling? <laughs> How's your day doing, my lovely? That's that was just a normal question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Missed up doodle. How's your day doodling? <laughs> this is quite mad. What is? So, shall we talk about mental health? Okay. <laughs> I really want to because I'm incredibly proud of you, actually, in the way that you have got yourself through what was a mental health crisis <laughs> and, and come out the other end. And I've had quite a few mental health crises, mm. but I had one major one, which was lockdown. Mm. That was ridiculous. I mean, everyone's mental health went down in lockdown. Yeah. I'm sure. But yours was very dodgy. It was particularly low. We were quite frightened and worried about you. Really? Mm. And, you know, what I feel so proud about you, about, of... So I have the same English issues as you, if you noticed. I have noticed. Yeah. Don't forget what you're saying, I'm intrigued. Is that you decided to do your own work and do your own self-development and and it's not and I didn't make you do that and it's <laughs> I just want to say that because people think because I'm a coach and this is like my career my world is that I've just oh gone, she's got his son on to, yeah. she's got her son on to self-improvement yeah. like, no I did this myself and when I came to mum I was like yo I've, I've started meditating I'm doing this she was like what <laughs> what <laughs> It's just amazing, isn't it? And like when you say to me, "Oh, look, I've just heard about this book, and um, I want to get it," and I'll be like, "I've got it. (laughs) Where is it? (laughs) The Silver Mind Control Method." Oh yeah, great book I'm reading. I'm about halfway through it. It's fabulous. Yeah, I forgot what I wanted to say about 
two minutes we ago. We were talking about mental health and oh, talking yeah. about your massive mental health crash, which happened during lockdown and you were doing your GCSEs at the time and it was a really, really, really difficult time. And um, we got through it, thankfully. Um, and you then decided to start working on your own self-development and you just, I don't know how you came, do you were watching a YouTuber, I think, weren't you? Who, oh yeah, a YouTuber called Hamza, mm-hmm. who is, his target audience is like young men, I think probably like 18 to 24. I was, what, 16 when I discovered it, so I've kind of got a two-year head start on everyone. Which, <laughs> no, that's not the right mindset. It really is. It's really not. <laughs> but it's a, it's a learning process. Yeah. Next time I will not make the mistake of going, hey, I'm two years ahead of you. <laughs> if anything, it's kind of, I don't know, because most 18-year-olds have left college today have more time to just improve themselves. With me, it's a bit mad. So there's like, so there's there's three things that you said that have really, really helped and have really like helped manage your ADHD as well so when you were first diagnosed you we tried meds didn't mm. we so you went on to meds and it was such a big eye-opener it was brilliant because I just stopped completely stopped procrastinating and it was like three habits yeah so there's just exercise working out walking running whatever meditation and gratitude journaling well, journaling as a whole, but I particularly focus on gratitude journaling. And those three habits I've been trying to do, and I've been kind of doing for like six months. I've been like, yeah, I'd maybe do like three days of meditation in a row and skip for like two weeks. But then as soon as I got my meds, it was like, bah, I could just do it. And I remember making all these charts and sticking them on my wall, whatever, the boxes to check off. Mm-hmm. And every day I'd completed it and I'd check it off and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. amazing. So there's like two, two threads to pick up there. So it's just pick up the medication thread because it was it was life-changing wasn't it mm. like taking so so this is the meds that you were on you take them for one day and it not like antidepressants where you you know you build up but actually you take them and instantly there's difference and you're able to um, your attention is there mm. yeah so you were able to um concentrate at college like things were just really different. You, ca- I remember you coming back and you were like, "Oh my word, is this how normal ev- people function? Everyone else functions like this. They see, yeah. yeah, this is how they have conversations and see the world." And I remember it being so big for you, just like, "Whoa!" It was like that, but then after some time, because I got so used to it, I only saw the negative side effects mm. instead of like all the epic like wow i can do this because that was just the norm yeah so i stopped taking them and because i'd got into the habit of doing these normy things like not normy things but you know what i mean it's like things that neurotypical people can do easily mm-hmm. it like i was like oh i don't need to take the meds to still be able to do it and obviously after time excuse me excuse me apologies everybody So after some time, the effects faded and I was just left. Well, the thing is, that was the chair. <laughs> I promise. I promise. Oh, my goodness. No, that was actually the chair. Yeah, I know. I know it All was right. the chair. Let's move on. What was I saying? So you were talking about having having had meds and then 
you, the side effects. Oh yeah, the meds. <laughs> so you decided not to take the meds because well, one of the main side effects from the meds was anxiety. Mm. But I don't know if it increased anxiety or it just allowed me to notice that I was anxious. But I think it was increasing anxiety because I remember the other day I felt anxious not on my meds for like the first time ever. Mm. I was like, whoa, that's a bit weird. Don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like we're going to go into this really big story and then you just go, you're like, yep, that's done now. I've done that. Oh, that's how my whole life is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's literally. I, oh, yeah, like we're going to have this really good conversation now and that, yeah, it's over now. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so going back to um, the medication. <laughs> so you've decided not to take the medication, which is a really interesting uh decision is it yeah i've noticed a lot of people with adhd that i know Mm. have been like oh yeah i took the meds they were great for a bit and then i stopped yeah and i think that's the story of Um. balamori (laughs) wouldn't you like to know (laughs) so what's the story of balamori oh my lord some people do wouldn't you like some people do really well (laughs) on the meds and some people don't but wasn't it brilliant in getting you to then get into these habits where you do these three things so the three things that you do you've already mentioned so gratitude journaling Mm. is one of them just tell tell us about what you like how do you do that and how do you make sure that you do it every morning and and, and how do you find something to be grateful for every day so that was a lot of questions you just asked me yeah, right, I've but I'll try it. <laughs> how, what, what, what? Right, how the do I, what is gratitude, gratitude, let me just rant about gratitude journaling and then all that quite a that. Go Right, so basically, if I told you I did it every day, I'd be lying because I've not been in a good state for the last few days well which, let's, let's it, stop you there because that's really interesting that's why you should be that's doing exactly it exactly yeah, when yeah, you should yeah, be yeah. doing it <laughs> so okay so you're not doing it every day haven't done it today haven't done it today but i probably will i think it would be a really good idea i'll tell you what i could do it right do now. it out loud what are you i'll do it right now hang on oh yeah I'll, i what won't bother writing for? down i'm grateful for this podcast because I always mention why you're grateful for said thing that you're grateful for because then it gets your brain into the habit of like just it's, it associates the what you're grateful for to the feeling and then that feeling is what makes you want to do it again but anyway mm. I'm grateful for this podcast because it seems as though a lot of people can relate to it yeah. and has I don't know well not only is it good for a lot of silence oh, i'm sorry it's okay nah. i just thought i'd fill it i'm grateful for my guitar hangers mm-hmm. because it means not all my guitars have to be on the floor <laughs> however there are still two there because i have so many guitars i love i love the idea of um of saying why as well because otherwise we just don't like you said there isn't you can feeling. say you're grateful for anything yeah and i've noticed if there's nothing i feel particularly grateful for i'll just pick a random thing and come up I'll argue my reason for why I'm grateful for mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. And when you're at your lowest, and I've certainly been there, when you wake You've up... You've been at my lowest. No. <laughs> when I'm at my lowest, when I have been at my lowest, and you wake up in the morning and you, you know, 
It's hard, isn't it? You've all been It's a bit mad. You wake up in the morning, you just think, oh my goodness, another day. And so then you, this gratitude practice can be so powerful because you have to search for that thing. And I can remember saying, okay, I'm grateful that I have woken up in a bed in the warmth. Mm. And actually, that just kind of makes just just focuses your mind to okay, yeah, all right then. That reminds me of when I used to I used to write like a to do list for the day after every evening, and the first thing I would write on my to do list was wake up. So mm. I started the day with taking off the box, and I was like, right, I've already done something. Yeah. So that got me in the mood for doing more. I need to get back on that. Yeah. Man, yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm quite. A busy guy you know because mm. i'm doing the podcast and this and then i'm doing stuff with selly because i'm a musician for those of you that don't know so i'm doing a lot of like the stuff with selly we're more like working together and we're not really like a joint thing but we do have a logo i don't really know where it's going but then i've got Scarripe as well which is the band that i'm in i'm the producer but the thing is nathan who's the guitarist for the band he's just got ableton which is a like a music production thing and he's already better at it than me. It's just how he does it. Mm-hmm. it. It just, I don't know how he manages. It's quite fabulous. It's impressive. What a fabulous thing. He's grateful a fabulous guy. <laughs> grateful for him. I'm grateful for Nathan. Let's be grateful for but Nathan. I can't be grateful for Nathan and not shout out Billy as well because he is just as important to the sky. <laughs> okay. Yes. So gratitude. Quality. Gratitude journaling. Really, it really works, doesn't it? Because actually, there's lots of research around why gratitude is so good for us, but um, it just really changes the way that we are in the world. Um, so even when you don't have anything to feel grateful about, you've always got something. And I know that in, in the time that I experienced clinical depression, that it was really really hard to find anything that I felt grateful about but just that small thing um, the t-shirt is humongous <laughs> so big it's absolutely <laughs> massive I do love you oh that's useful <laughs> I would hope so <laughs> anyway moving on guys so gratitude, gratitude journaling gratitude journaling the other one is exercise oh, I'm smaller than you and it makes me feel inferior Exercise is the next one. So what sort of exercise do you do? And I'll tell you what exercise I do. Well. You've got rings. I do. I have gymnastics calisthenic rings. Like I can go and put up on a tree and you can do calisthenics. So like pull-ups. And you can do, there's so many weird like aerobic exercises. Like there's one where you hang and then you like kind of do a backflip but in your arms and you just go back and forth loads of times really gets your abs going wow and the one I like to do is I'll just start hang upside down I'm just like this my tree I want some people probably walk past thinking what on earth is going on there it's just a guy just hanging upside down yeah but, but it feels cool good what else do I do um rows you can you can adjust like the heights yep. the height of the rings so if you have them low to the ground you can kind of lean back like this and go like and what's the effect of that on you doing that exercise I mean like physically you're getting really strong you don't like talking about that do you I'm getting okay you are getting really strong but but okay so let's not talk about that let's talk about the emotional aspect of doing exercise so when you decide that you're going to go and do and do your exercise and you don't feel like going. I'm so uncomfortable. How do you go? How do you 
How do I go when I don't feel like... You need to be near this, I think. How do I go when I don't feel like exercising? Yeah. (laughs) That's happening. I mean, it works. (laughs) So how do you do... How do you, like... If I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, I just can't do it today. Um, I don't. But that's not strictly true. No, it's not. See, I think because you're not, you're really low this week. There's no doubt about it. You're flat as a pancake. (laughs) Yes. And and so you're not. So this is, and this is why it's even more important, isn't it, to go to do your gratitude, to do you. Not once have I not felt like going for a workout, and then afterwards been like, oh, that wasn't worth it. Yeah. Nor me. Not once. Because afterwards you always feel good. Yeah feels amazing because it's so uplifting even though i don't i don't necessarily work out every day but i will like without fail leave the house at least once like i have to go out within the day mm-hmm. i can't spend all day inside that will like, break me yeah so that's how it be okay have you exercised today no are you going to probably i mean i've got weights there i heard a good I had a cool like mindset about exercising, yeah. From the YouTuber that got me onto self-improvement in the first place. He says that when you do a workout, I know that sounds kind of counterproductive, but do just one set of every exercise you're going to do. So if you don't know what sets and reps are, just Google it. Nah, I can explain this. A set, one rep is a, a repetition of the exercise, and one set is one set of reps. Yeah, so if you've got, like, five repetitions. Yeah, one set of five, you know what I mean? Yeah. So just do one set of each exercise because then you'll have, in your head, it'll be going, like, right, I can only do this once. I've only got one set, so you're going to push yourself to the absolute limit and you'll actually end up getting, like, more gains, Mm. more progress than you would have if you were to do, like, I'll just do, like, three sets of five in it. Because, like, three sets of five, yeah, it might even be more reps, but... Like, the strenuousness. What's it called? That's a good word. No, it's not. I got another word I want to say. I can make up another one. Strenuosity. No. It's a long time. Oh, man. Right, never mind. It's a mind. long time of silence. Yeah, we can't be silent on the podcast. We need to maintain interest. So, <laughs> we've lost everyone now. <laughs> so, so, and finally, so we talked about um, those two. Which is the third one? Which is the third thing that you do? Meditation. Yes. Meditation's great. There's a million different ways to meditate. Yeah. If I were to put it as simply as possible, go on YouTube, type in five-minute guided meditation. You only need to start small. Even three minutes is good to start with. I remember when I started meditating, I could barely even make it to five minutes. Do you think meditation is harder for people with ADHD? Yeah. Mm. I think quite significantly. However... I do think for people with ADHD, once you can do it, it's more beneficial. Yeah. ADHD is a blessing and a curse. It is an absolute superpower. We've been going for 30 minutes already. I know. I knew it's nearly, nearly time to stop. What? I know. Isn't that amazing? We haven't even spoken about like half of the stuff we've Well, done. we'll have to wait until the next podcast for that, won't we? What? I know. That's annoyed me. We were going to do you speak. Well, we did a little bit of you speak. Oh, I did a little bit of you speak. <laughs> did a little bit of you speak. So, no, that was so not 30 just, minutes. Can we just recap the okay. three things, the three things that you do, because that may help other people with ADHD. We've had some amazing comments, by the way, from people through TikTok, through Instagram, 
Um, I've had messages, emails uh, from mums talking about ADHD and their children, diagnosed and undiagnosed. And we realised that um, it's been a really interesting listen for you. So I think it would be really good to hear more from you about what you'd like us to cover. Um, Although we're not going to pressure ourselves, are we? Because we decided we were going to... We were going to read out comments and do like, and just shout people out. But... We only thought of that, like, about, what, two... Like, literally after we'd set everything up to record. So mum was there with a notepad and, and, and a pen on my bed, like, right, what what comments do we do? Which videos are they on? What? Who did it? How do I do it? I don't know what it is. It's too stressful because our brains don't work that but way. But next episode, you can expect some shout-outs. So leave the nicest comment you can possibly think of. Well... Only or, if it's sincere. And ask some questions. And do that. Because the other thing is about... We're not experts in ADHD at all. We are just... We are. ...living this, aren't we? And mm. working it out as we go along. And we can also... We can share all sorts of things that we have managed to get through. Um, <laughs> and there's still other challenges on the horizon. In fact, Elias is going through big challenges right now, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a few episodes' time, but... They do say, don't they? Don't share the scabs, share the scars. So we'll wait till it's a scar. I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> That's what they say. Who's they? People. Oh. Well, <laughs> once my wounds have healed, <laughs> I shall let you know. And a big thank you to you for actually coming and doing the podcast today because I really appreciate it and How's I love it? you. 33 minutes long. I know, time to go. That's say ridiculous. Goodbye. goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you want to keep up to date with the next episodes, then be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this and follow us on Laura Jessica Walker on Instagram.